Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that, to me, was probably one of the most difficult and challenging parts of having an eating disorder and one of the most difficult parts of recovery, and that was resting and relaxing. Because when you are in recovery from an eating disorder... I know that I found that the resting and relaxing and trying to force myself to do that was probably the hardest and most exhausting thing in the world I could be asked to do as well. (laughs) Because in eating disorder recovery, we're always telling people to rest and relax and eat and heal themselves. And, you know, you're told that because it's right, it is what you have to do. You do have to rest. You do have to learn to relax. You do have to eat. And you do have to let yourself heal. And to most people in our world, being told to rest, relax and eat probably sounds absolutely wonderful and like a really peaceful way to spend time, a lovely, tranquil way to spend time. And it probably generates images in most people of just lolling about on a sofa, taking naps, maybe reading some books, watching a bit of Netflix, and generally just being very calm while gently recuperating. But as I said at the beginning, when you have an eating disorder, especially if you have exercise compulsion or movement compulsions, which so many people do with eating disorders, Resting and relaxing can actually be the hardest thing ever and certainly mentally can be the most exhausting thing in the world to be asked to do. Because somebody who has compulsive movement or compulsive exercise as part of an eating disorder will find just sitting and resting a terrifying, incomprehensible and very alien concept It might be that you haven't let yourself sit and relax and rest properly for years, maybe even decades. And certainly, if you have managed to let yourself sit and relax for a little while, then it might have been with the stipulation that you weren't eating adequately to compensate for the extra sitting you were doing. So if you're being asked to sit and relax and eat more at the same time, that can sound absolutely terrifying and, as I say, quite incomprehensible to the eating disordered mind. And if you have an eating disorder, it's very likely that you will have years worth of ingrained habits like standing for no reason, fidgeting, moving about, constantly being on the go. Or even if you do let yourself sit down, probably a constant need to be doing something to be mentally active. And I've done an earlier episode about what compulsive exercise and what compulsive movement is when you have an eating disorder. 
So if you haven't listened to that episode, then go back and have a listen to that. But as I say, even if you can make yourself sit down in recovery, or even if you have been able to sit down when you've had the active eating disorder, it's very likely that it's been very difficult for you to rest mentally as well as physically letting yourself be still. Because it's not just physically with an eating disorder that it can be impossible to rest, but it's very, very often the case that mentally people with eating disorders always have to be mentally very busy. I know when I was ill, my brain was always busy, racing away, constantly buzzing with new ideas, new thoughts, and things that I just had to do in that moment no matter how menial or unimportant they really were, to me they seemed so important and I just had to be constantly doing, doing, doing. And I think this is probably partly due to that need to ignore hunger, that if you're restricting with your eating and your body is hungry all the time and yet you're too scared to eat, there's that need to be able to just block out the hunger signals that your brain's trying to tell you. And so if you try and keep your brain and body busy in other ways, then you don't have to face up to the fact that you are still very hungry and you can really ignore it. And I think that need to constantly be busy is also just having to deny how miserable life really is with an eating disorder. Because if you're busy, you can block out your reality in that way as well. But the truth is that the constant need to be on the go and active and busy is also a key way that a starved brain tries to keep somebody alert, on the go, hunting for food. Because it thinks food is scarce, so why would we rest? And after years of not resting, these active brain pathways become really and truly hardwired into us. And for me in recovery, not having rested for over a decade with the eating disorder meant it was a skill. And I really do use the word skill genuinely there because it is, it's something you have to learn to do. It takes expertise in some ways. So learning to rest was a skill that I had to relearn in recovery. Because sitting and doing nothing, and I mean really sitting and doing very, very little, felt so unnatural and produced incredible guilt, anxiety, distress, even terror at times. Or okay, I might negotiate with myself that I would sit, but as long as I could have my laptop with me or my phone so that I could keep my brain busy, keep distracted, keep productive in some ways. But When I was doing that, it just led to a body that remained tense and hyper alert, which in turn just kept my anxiety really high. And that really wasn't helpful for recovery and really helpful to let the cortisol in my body come down so that I could properly learn how to rest and relax and let the hunger in as well. So when I was being asked to sit and just watch a film or read a book or close my eyes in recovery. Yeah, most people would love an afternoon like that. And in theory, I also loved the idea of an afternoon like that. But in practice, when I had an eating disorder and in those early days of recovery, 
it was the most stressful way to spend time. So properly relaxing is a skill that needs relearning and like learning any new skill, it feels clunky and wrong and absolutely mentally draining when you're first trying to do it. And I wish I could give you a magic pill or a magic answer for how to go about learning this new skill of rest and relaxation in your recovery. I really, really wish I could just say, this is how you do it and it's really easy. It's not really easy. If it was really easy, then people would recover from eating disorders a lot faster and a lot more easily than they do. But it is possible. Unfortunately, though, it does take going through the difficult process. It takes pushing yourself into forcing yourself to rest and relax and making yourself eat a lot of food at the same time. Because actually, one thing I did find in my recovery was that once I got myself eating a consistently very high volume of food every single day, after probably not a very long time of eating a really high amount of food and doing that consistently, the urges to keep moving actually switched off. And it was, it was quite remarkable how that happened. And I really do think that's, that's all down to this brain thinking it needs to go out and hunt for food all the time, wanting to keep us busy and active in that way. But actually, once you're consistently feeding yourself, then that drive that the brain has to go out and hunt for food and keep you moving will switch off because the brain now thinks, okay, food is consistently available in our environment. We don't have to stay on the go seeking it anymore. It's safe for us to stop. It's safe for us to rest here because we've got enough food to keep eating it. And now I can let my human know just how exhausted we really are and that we really do need to rest. So trust it. Trust the fact that if you get yourself eating high, high volumes while trying to make yourself rest and relax, at some point, you might just find that there's a flick in your brain and it becomes a lot more possible to sit and relax. And you might even get the experience that I had where one afternoon I had been sitting there all afternoon resting and relaxing and eating like I'd never been able to let myself before. And when it was my mum came in and commented, oh, you've been very relaxed this afternoon. You haven't even tried to go for a walk. My immediate response was just, yeah, well, I can't be asked actually. And then just having that response was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. And not only can I not believe I just said that, I can't believe I actually meant it. And it was quite a turning point in my recovery. And these turning points will come the more you stay with your recovery. So just keep pushing yourself to stop the activity, keep pushing your food intake higher. And at some point it will all come together in your brain and your brain will start to really understand what you're trying to do and let your recovery happen in that way. So learn to rest and relax in recovery, develop that skill, learn to switch off mentally as well as physically. And then that future that I know you want, where you can sit and rest without anxiety, will be yours as well. So I hope that's helped some of you. 
just keep pushing away, chipping away at the resting and relaxing. Make yourself sit down every day. Stay as sedentary as possible. Switch off your screens, switch off social media and just let yourself be mindless from time to time as well. And just keep eating as much as possible. Do that today because you can. I'm Helly. If you want to know more about my coaching, you'll find out more about me on hellybarnes.com. And otherwise, I will speak to you again very soon. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.